Hello, and welcome to the Project Good podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Hilton. Project Good is a social impact podcast interviewing experts and advocates about the pressing problems that we face globally and hearing how they suggest we move forward in the future. The Project Good podcast is brought to you by Project Good Work. The goal of this podcast is to inspire people and organizations to develop a mindset that can move others to positive action regarding the complex social issues facing people and the planet. For December, we are focusing on our organization of the year, Lensational. Founded in 2013 on International Women's Day, Lensational is a nonprofit social enterprise that equips marginalized women in the developing world with digital cameras and photography training to tell their stories. Lensational is headquartered in London with its largest hubs and only active hubs in Hong Kong, Kenya, and Guyana. Lensational's three activities are equipping women with cameras, training, and mentorship to tell their stories. Lensational works to identify problems through which photography may provide a medium for change or a solution. This can stem from personal connection within the team or through learning institutions, local NGOs, and women's groups. Lastly, Lensational facilitates platforms through which women can share their stories and through the sale of images and partnerships that bridge the knowledge gap between the women they work with and related stakeholders. Lensational has trained over a thousand women in 23 countries. In 2019, Lensational worked with its women photographers to produce the book, Our Shared Forest, raising awareness of women's role in climate action. Our Shared Forest features the work of 27 women photographers from Guyana, Nigeria, Kenya, and China on the themes of nature, the environment, and climate change. Along with producing photo books about pressing global issues, Lensational works with social programs and organizations to develop photo series bringing to light different problems and issues affecting people around the world. In addition, the organization has been featured in respected news outlets worldwide, such as The Guardian, ABC News, TEDx, Mashable, and Huffington Post. Lensational volunteers have spoken about the organization at events in over 10 countries, and over 4,000 people have seen their students' photos at exhibits. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Lensational CEO, Lydia Wanjuko Kabandi, who recently took over as CEO from founder Bonnie Chu. Ms. Wanjuko Kabandi, along with being CEO, is a writer, photojournalist, and a skilled leader. Lydia's passion for what she does is seen in the fact that she's intimately involved with different populations of emerging photographers. Let's get into the interview. Today, I'm interviewing Lydia Wanjuko Kabandi, CEO of Lensational. Lensational is a global movement empowering underrepresented women to tell their own story and advocate for themselves through media training. Through photography, Lensational works to give women and girls emotional and economic empowerment. The organization has trained over a thousand women in 23 countries, and the organization has won several awards, including the HEVOS Social Innovation Award, the Facebook Social Entrepreneurship Award, and the UN SDG Action Award. As an organization focused on uplifting women, Lensational continues to showcase that once women are empowered, communities have a voice and are improved. Welcome, Lydia. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. 
Yes. So thank you for your um, time. And I'm so excited to learn more about Lensational today. Um, so before we get into the questions, I always like to ask how someone gets involved in their different organizations and different causes. So how did you get involved with Lensational? Um, well, it's a really funny and interesting story. I learned about Lensational um, when I was doing a uh, job search, I was trying to get something, I was trying to get into a career that I would enjoy. Um, and fast forward, I was, I was looking everywhere and a tweet popped up about an organization that's empowering women through photography. I was already so passionate about telling stories. Um, I ran a blog of my own at that time and I felt like this fell right in line of what I was looking for at the, at that particular moment um, and I followed the tweet to the website and I found the website and they had an opening for a curations officer and I um, I signed up for that they reached back to me and they asked me where I was based I obviously I'm based in Kenya uh, even now and unfortunately because of the distance they couldn't hire me or you know, admit me uh, into the organization also just because they didn't have that capacity to move me to <clears throat> to the headquarters. Uh, but they requested if I was interested in, um, in starting a program here in Kenya. Uh, I was very excited and that's just how I started. Uh, I got involved first with Lensation and we started the FAST program here in Matare. Um, and then and the rest, as they say, is just history. Oh, wow. That's, it's amazing how sometimes you're just looking for something and then it just opens up uh, a whole new um, uh, world and door. And um, so that's a wonderful story. Um, for um, our audience um, that, of course, is not maybe interested in uh, um, knowing the background of Lensational, how did Lensational uh, begin? Uh, so Lensational started uh, with our founder, uh, Bonnie Chu, um, and she founded Lensational upon um, the inspiration of two personal encounters that she had. The first one, and, and one that she's completely passionate about, is you know one that was with her grandmother. Um, Bonnie at that, at that time was doing distant learning uh, and one of the ways that her grandmom who despite not being able to write or read would communicate with her was through pictures that she would take um, during her time away um, of the things that she found were important and beautiful to her and that she wanted Bonnie to experience through these images the second was at Istanbul, uh, where Bonnie was, you know, just snapping away some pictures, and these mus Muslim girls just approached her and asked her if she could take pictures of them and also just teach them how to use a camera. And just that first interaction that she observed that the girls had at just holding the camera for the first time. Um, was, I think, eye-opening to begin with. Uh, but then later on, when they exchanged social media handles and when the girls were uploading the images that Bonnie had taken of them, she realized the narratives they told under each of the images was so different from the conventional or stereotypical kind of messages that Bonnie was accustomed to 
being associated with Muslim women and girls. And she realized that photography is such a universal language. And she set out to think about how photography can transcend other types of boundaries um, that hold women and girls back from fully achieving their potential. Now, for the women, and now since Bonnie decided to um, start uh, Lensational as a way to empower women um, using uh, photography, I guess, uh, how do women um, become uh, part of the program now? Um, so there are a number of ways that, you know, we identify with the women that we want to work with. So um, the first one is, as you mentioned, it could just stem from a personal connection within the team. Um, someone can spot a problem that they feel that photography will be a good medium to resolve or to provide um, a medium for change. The second way is that an NGO may have a program that's already running and they feel that um, photography would be a, a great incorporation into the work they're already doing. So that can, can range from NGOs to learning institutions to just different people who feel that photography can be incorporated into the programs that they have. And the third way is through partnerships that we have with um, a, a different group of NGOs who are keen on learning about a particular issue that women are uh, are going through. This can be an NGO uh, funder, an individual funder, uh, and they have specifics of what they want to learn. And this also just allows for us to find a group of women that is able to communicate um, to communicate within that particular context. So those are the three main ways that we have found um, to work with women. Oh, there's there, and then there is also one that's organic when. Uh, and this has particularly been happening a lot, especially in Hong Kong, when we have alumni of Lensation or talk about the program and the impact, more women come up and, and they want to join the, the, the program as well. Hmm. That's interesting that more women are, or I guess maybe it's uh, because of... Uh maybe the global women, <laughs> global movement of uh, pushing women um, to be empowered. Maybe that's why um, you've been seeing more women, I guess, uh, get up and stand up and want to uh, participate. Um, one of the things that I noticed um, as I was doing my research and um, looking at your site and reviewing some of the uh, photos is that the themes of the photos and uh, videos, um, they deal with some really tough topics and uh, issues such as uh, human trafficking, um, do women uh, volunteer to cover these topics or are these topics assigned? Um, yeah, that's a great question. So most in most cases, actually in all cases, the women volunteer to talk about these issues. Um, like I, I like to say, and we all like to say that for us, it's simply the, the women are really just the real experts in everything. Um, for us, is to simply facilitate the best way for them to communicate their points of view. So, yeah, just to uh, repeat, so, yeah, most of the, most of the themes are selected by the women uh, based on something that they are keen on changing within their communities or their own lives. Now, um, I guess... 
how or uh, from uh, the different women that you've worked in, uh, this is coming kind of from their perspective, how have they said that this has um, empowered them or changed their lives? In many ways. Um, so the first, uh, the first impact that we, that's usually very evident on both sides is just kind of these sense of urgency starts being reawakened within them. Um, you notice that their confidence starts to blow um, than, we, than we find them. Um, for many, for some of the women, this has also provided an opportunity for generating income. Um, and for most women, I think just being able to bring outsiders into their own worlds and give them, you know, an unfiltered view of what life is. First of all, just being able to share that with a wider audience and then for people to do something about it. I think that is one of the other way that, well, I believe, not I think, I believe that that is one of the other impacts that the, that the women are um are always talking about and that, that they feel is very, they are very grateful about. Now, one of the things that uh, I think I noticed either on uh, your Facebook or Instagram, um, on Lensational's uh, Facebook or Instagram, was that you had recently um, went um, uh, to see the Maasai in Kenya, Maasai in uh, Kenya. And uh, do you have any highlights that you want to share from um, your visit? Yes, um, I I have one amazing um, you know experience that I I had with a woman from one of the communities that we work we work in here. Sorry, um, you know a few weeks back I sat with a group of women from Loita in Kenya um, to discuss how their perspectives and viewpoints on climate change may be used to inform you know, development for plans and policies in national adaptation and mitigation. Um, so this is in one of the projects that we are working with, with the National Adaptation Global Network. Um, and as we spoke, as I interacted with these women, it occurred to me that for many of them, it felt as though it's a far-fetched dream, you know, and they seemed not to believe that it's possible for their voices to be heard by, you know, this high-level um, people that we were talking to them about. Um, and finally, you know, one of the women, um, her name is Esther, uh, Esther Corne, cited that why it, feel, it felt almost impossible for this to be a reality is because, you know, never in their entire lives before had anyone inquired what, the, what could be the impacts of the climate crisis on their land, much less on their personal lives. Um, and like many other women, you know, she felt that their voices are too far, almost, you know, um, almost in, imperceptible to those that make the relevant decisions that directly or indirectly impact their lives. Uh, however, she mentioned that her hope is now in knowing that jo by, by us joining hands, we could form a bridge between communities like hers and the people that so urgently need to hear these voices. And I think that for me was an, an encounter that reinforced the importance of the work that we do. And I love to hear these individual stories because 
they not only help us to know how best to create impact, but then, you know, it's, it's comforting to know that we're bringing some kind of change into these women's lives. Yes, and that, um, you know, I kind of highlighted it in the introduction. So um, you, as an organization, have really um, taken on the issue of uh, climate change as a, as a uh, hot topic and, of course, a, a globally important topic as we all live on this uh, uh, turning ball. Um, in your book, uh, Shared uh, Forests, um, you have uh, not only just uh, looked at uh, Kenya, but you've also looked at um, other regions around the world, um, which I think is uh, just uh, fantastic um, because you are getting uh, people who are on the um, ground and dealing with this daily. And I think that is definitely one of the perspectives that is uh, lost in uh, the um, larger uh, movement. Um, so to have that uh, intimate um, um, knowledge um, uh, compiled in a book and people to see um, what a daily life is, is um, extremely important. Um, on the same uh, um, trajectory, as you know, and, uh, and unfortunate that the world is uh, continuously having um, larger and larger uh, problems uh, globally, not just with uh, climate change, but uh, one of the questions uh, for a lot of companies nowadays that um, uh, want to get involved in these uh, different uh, movements uh, for in, uh, improvement. Um, how can uh, these companies uh, get involved with Lensational? Mm. Uh, awesome. Uh, there are very many ways that people can get involved uh, with us. I think um, the the first and probably one of the most important ways is um, to partner with us. And that can be, you know, whether that's financially uh, or in supporting us to be able to reach more people. Uh, and the beauty with these partnerships is that they are always, you know, mutually beneficial to to um, to both us and, and the people that partner with us, like you've said, that there are so many things that are happening, so many things that are happening globally. And I, I think everybody is trying to figure out how can we pitch in. And so this is one of the best ways um, that anyone can pitch in is just to support our work uh, in a way that they see fit, just helping, pushing us or supporting us um, in making sure that we can reach as many people and that we can voice as many women's voices as we possibly can. Uh, I suppose another way that people can support is by, you know, providing access to their networks. I think that we all know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that, that can help. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, just providing that rich net network of access. Um, and another way is to just, you know, share the kind of work that we do um and and making sure it's being it's as feasible as as possible to you know almost everyone because like we said we try to make sure that these voices are heard across the world and therefore just sharing that impact um would be really helpful and then um maybe the last way that people can can support is just 
you know, volunteering their time um, in the activities that we have uh, going on day to day. Um, I think that in those ways we would feel uh, well supported and, yeah, and be able to have more maximum impact. Now, one of the ways, obviously, that you um, have mentioned is that that you um, offer and sell your um, photographs and also you host um, exhibits. Um, I know, obviously, there is a pandemic that is still uh, going on, um, but uh, when are you at Lensational going to have your next photography exhibit? Um, in we have a couple of, of of exhibits that we are currently planning. So we have two that are set um, towards the end of November, and I I believe in the beginning of December. And in November we have one planned here in Kenya. In December we have one planned in Ghana, and in Hong Kong as well we have one planned at the end of the year. So that it's it's going to be really excited. Uh, I mean, really exciting to see how that goes, and it's it's also been really exciting to to note that uh, many people have been interested in partnering with us to see how they can exhibit more and more of the work that we do. So I'm excited to you know see how that unfolds over the next couple of months. Fantastic. I'm like, I wish I could uh, be there in uh, person. Um, Are you um, ever going to, I guess, be offering some of your um, exhibits um, virtually or is that something that's already um, possible? Um, That is in the plans for sure. That is in the plans, yes. Um, But not within the three that I mentioned. Um, But we do, we're planning to you know, just because of the pandemic, for sh- you mentioned that it's been really difficult to have exhibits around um, around different parts, but also, I guess, just for you know, for for people to see the different contexts. I think that online reach is really helpful. So we are planning to have more of those as well. Fantastic. I, um, I am a a great lover of photography. I'm just an amateur. I just uh, do it um, for fun. And, um, but, uh, yes, so I would be very interested, um, once you uh, start to do it virtually. Um, now to change the conversation a little bit and to, uh, touch on, um, sort of your new role as, uh, the new CEO, um, what would you say are your, uh, I know you can't uh, discuss all of them, but as the new CEO of uh, Lensational, um, do you have any new directives that you could um, discuss with us that you are planning to implement? Yes, um, sure. I can share. I can share that in brief. Uh, I suppose uh, one of the main um, things that I'm hoping to work on is just, you know, working together with the team that's already been working and seeing how better we can run our programs to have um, the most impact and just be as sustainable as possible. So just setting up some structures that can support that. Um, I also believe that, you know, it's amazing that people can volunteer, but I also began as a volunteer and my hope is that we can, um, we can have more people that can join the teams um, on, you know, full-time paid basis, you know, and um, 
I guess the last one is just to revolutionize the concept of philanthropy within the organization. I think that the past concept, you know, has has always of philanthropy it's always been seen as the purview of you know billionaires and celebrities and big international ngos um but my hope is that we can lead just a culture shift um you know where everybody regardless of who they are um feels that they have an opportunity to feel like to feel what it feels like to be philanthropic to help someone by whether it's donating a camera or give someone a voice through commissioning a story um, and then being able to share this with, you know, their socials and about how they contribute. So that is one of the other um, things that I'm hoping to implement moving forward. Fantastic. I like the... I like the focus on uh, philanthropy um, because, yes, uh, most people always think about the, uh, you know, really wealthy um, doing philanthropy, but um, uh, the place that we find ourselves in um, as a global society, I think philanthropy needs to be happening in almost everybody's lives <laughs> these days um, because we are, um, if I guess um, the UN is uh, correct and if 2030 is going to um, look as uh, uh, problematic as they have predicted, mm -hmm. um, I think everybody um, needs to uh, just uh Readdress how they do um, life and think about um, their part um, as uh, part of this uh, uh, global society. Yeah. Um, so I, I love that, that you are um, making philanthropy accessible to um, everyone. Yes. Um, and now to sort of um, uh, end on a uh, fun note, um, I always like um, stories. I think everybody does. Um, what is the best story that you can share about Lensational? Um, so <laughs> this is a really fun question for me because um, it's also very personal. I think that we we talk a lot about empowering you know underrepresented women um and and that is great but the other thing that i have noticed about lensational is just in how we are able to empower within the team as well um my case probably being the most evident um you know just i joined lensational when i was very young um I think I was very, the only thing I was sure of is that I wanted to be a storyteller and I wanted to help other people tell their stories. But the journey, my journey of growth and the wonderful team that has supported me into this role, I think is one of the stories that I love to tell. Um, and I like to tell people myself that I am one empowered woman from Lensational. So if they are looking at the impact of Lensational, they should probably start with me um, as I have grown out of, you know, the wonderful work that we do. Um, yeah, so I, I, you know, that has to be one of the stories that I, I love to tell and that even, you know, people close to me have always marveled at um, how we're able not only to empower externally, but then also internally. And I think that that's a really what you know, a story worth being had by as many people as possible. 
I love that to have somebody, um, you know, it's uh, one of the things I, uh, to be an example um, of uh, what you are, um, uh, I don't want to say advertising, I was looking for a different word, but um, that uh, you are uh, promoting is, um, you know, uh, unusual, but um, these days, but it shows um, a, a different type of strength that I think that uh, many companies um, do not um, uh, do not have. So um, to show somebody that has uh, um, started out as a volunteer and has grown all the way to be um, the CEO um, shows um, extreme empowerment and should be an encouragement to many women. Um, so I love that story as well. Um, so, uh, I wanted to say that, um, I really enjoyed, uh, learning about all the things that Lensational, um, is doing. And of course, uh, being a lover of photography, that's, uh, actually what, uh, drew me to, uh, contact you to interview at the first place. Um, uh, I want to say thank you, um, for your time and insight and um, if you'd like to learn more about Lensational, uh, go to www.lensational.org. If you have a passion for an unserved community, a social justice problem, or simply want to change minds, contact Project Good Work at projectgood.work to start your project of change today. Thank you to our listeners. Thanks for tuning in to Project Good. We're focused on what matters. <laughs>